Um, Someone's going to read for us, I think. We're going to have our Bible reading from Matthew. The lesson is taken from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12, and can be found on page 4 of the New Testament section of the Pew Bible. Visitors from the East Jesus was born in the town of Bethlehem in Judea, during the time when Herod was king. Soon afterward, some men who studied the stars came from the East to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the baby born to be the king of the Jews? He saw his star when it came up in the East, and we have come to worship him. When King Herod heard about this, he was very upset, and so was everyone else in Jerusalem. He called together all the chief priests and the teachers of the law and asked them, Where will the Messiah be born? In the town of Bethlehem in Judea, they answered, for this is where the prophet wrote. Bethlehem in the land of Judea, Judah even, you are by no means the least of the leading cities of Judah. For from you will come a leader who will guide my people Israel. So Herod called the visitors from east to a secret meeting and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem with these instructions. Go and make a careful search for the child, and when you find him, let me know, so that I too may go and worship him. And so they left, and on their way they saw the same star they had seen in the east. When they saw it, how happy they were, and what joy was theirs. It went ahead of them, it stopped over the place where the child was. They went into the house, and when they saw the child with his mother Mary, they knelt down and worshipped him. They brought out their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and presented them to him. Then they returned to their country by another road, since God had warned them in a dream not to go back to Herod. This is the word of the Lord. So we're going to think about, about this whole idea of, of journeys and the journey that the wise men took as they were guided by the star. And it was a journey that we know that was probably long. It was a journey that was eventful. They ended up in the wrong place at times. But they kept being guided by this star and eventually they arrived. But when I think about the journey, I don't think they just decided one day, oh, I'm going to go on a journey. I think they planned it. I think they they thought about it. And I think they took certain equipment with them. So, Helen has left me some equipment that they took. And the great thing is, is of course, I know where Helen's been between Christmas and New Year. Because look at this. (laughs) So I know what she's doing on the 27th of December. But I, I look in here and I think about this journey that they took and the equipment that they took. And the first thing that I think they would have taken was was something like this. What do you think it is? It's a telescope. You see, I think they would have taken something like a telescope because they were having to read the stars. They were going to have to to watch the stars and see where, where that was going to take them. And so the first thing that I think they would have taken is they would have taken something like a telescope. Now, will you hold that for me? Now, whatever you do, don't drop it, because it's not mine. <laughs> so I think they would have taken a telescope. Here's the second thing that I think they would have taken. 
Not only would they have taken the telescope to be guided, but the second thing they would have taken was, was something like this. They'd have taken some, some bread with them. Yeah. They would have taken some bread. Why would they have taken some bread? They would have taken some bread because bread was the staple food. Will you have that for me? Yeah, don't eat it though. <laughs> Thank you. You see, they would have taken some bread because they needed that. They needed something to keep their energy levels up. And then here's the third thing that I think they would have taken. They would have taken some treasure. They'd have taken some, some gold with them. Why would they have taken some gold? They would have taken some gold to buy things on the journey. But also they would have taken some gold because they were going to give it away. So when you hold the gold for me, whatever you do, don't steal it. <laughs> so they took three things with them for their journey. They took a telescope to be guided by the star. They took some food. They took some food to keep their energy levels up. And then the third thing that they took was they took some gold to give away. And then I think about journeys that I take. You know, maybe some of you this Christmas time have been on a journey. Maybe you've been to see family all the way in Goree and you've needed to plan that trip, haven't you? Because you don't go there that often, do you? It's a once a year trip, isn't it? And then if you're lucky... And I think about the journey sometimes when I have to go back to England. And often some of the places that I'm going, I've not necessarily been before. Or I might be flying into an airport that I've never flown into. And so what I need to do is, I need to take some stuff with me. Some equipment. And so the first thing I take with me is this. I take my sat-nav with me to guide me so that I can find the right place that I'm going. So I take that with me. Then the second thing that I take with me is I need to keep my energy levels up. So I could take the healthy food bar, but more likely I'm going to take the chocolate. Don't you think? It's got to be the chocolate, hasn't it? Every time, yes? Gotta be the chocolate. <laughs> and then I might take something else as well. I'll probably take a gift with me to say thank you, because often I might go and stay with my sister. And so thank you for, for looking after us all for the week. So when I think about the journeys that I take, I think about the satnav. I need to plan, I need to prepare with that. I need to think about something that I'm going to take to keep my energy levels up, just in case something goes wrong on this journey or you, you hit a traffic jam or something like that. And then I think about the gift that I'm going to give away. And you know, today is, if you like, the last day of 2017. And tomorrow is a whole new year. And you see, each of us are on a journey. Each of us are on a journey with Jesus. And I find that with this journey with Jesus, kind of like with the wise men, and kind of like when I have to go travelling, you have to have a plan. You have to prepare. 
Because if you don't have a plan and you, you don't prepare, then often things go wrong. And so I wonder, as we think about our journey with Jesus, and where that's going to take us with, with in 2018, I wonder about what is the equipment that we need to help us on that journey. And that's where I think once more about those three things. Who's got the telescope? You haven't broken the telescope, have you? It's in two parts. Can you bring the telescope back? Bring it up here. The telescope is in two parts, isn't it? Oh no, I want that later. Can you go back and I'll call you in a minute? There we go. Let's go to the telescope, you see? I wonder in our journey with Jesus, what is the equivalent of the telescope? What's going to guide us in our journey with Jesus? Anyone got any thoughts? The Bible. That's right. Go and sit back down. No, I don't need it back. You see, I think about the Bible. And I think about this and I think, what's your plan for Bible reading in 2018? Because if you don't have a plan, you're not going to get anywhere. So what is your plan for Bible reading in, in 2018? As many of you know, I love the 31st of December 2017. The reason why I love the 31st of December is because this is my journal. And in this journal is my, if you like, Bible reading program for 2017. Because for kind of about 10 years on and off, I've read the Bible from, from cover to cover. It wasn't something that I just started because I was a vicar. I actually started doing it when I was 22. And for at least kind of 10 years over that time, I've read this book from, from cover to cover. I find it's a great discipline. What is the number one way that you kind of grow in your relationship with Jesus? The number one way is by reading and reflecting upon the Bible. It's why some of you will have seen this, and I'll have some more copies at the back. Where is it that you can read the Bible in 2018? You know, you may want to be, you may want to be structured like, like I want to be. And you may want to say, right, it takes less than 15 minutes every day. And you read that book from cover to cover in a year. But sometimes maybe you're a bit like me and your life gets a bit chaotic. And sometimes you forget to do it one day. Or things just get on top of you. You see, what I do is I choose a five-day one. So I read what I'm going to read in seven days over five days. It kind of gives me two days off to do other things. Or, or to think about other things. Because sometimes our lives just get too hectic. Or maybe, maybe if you, you can't do that one, well, maybe get hold of one of these Bibles. You know, this is actually a youth Bible. But I actually think it's really helpful for adults. It's called the Higher Bible. You can get this. And what it, what it says is, it gives you a plan that says... Right, I'm going to read five books of the Bible. I'm going to read Mark, I'm going to read Acts, I'm going to read Genesis, I'm going to read Psalms, and I'm going to read Ephesians. But what's your plan? Or maybe some of you. Now, who's in this Bible reading club? I know Francois. It's Francois Sandup. I don't think he's here this morning, but Francois Sandup. I know See, people like Francois, and like me, are in, this, are in this group. And there's a group of kind of about ten of us, and it actually goes across each of the church congregations. And what we do is we, we, we kind of, each of us takes a turn every one week and we give each other a set of readings and all of us will read them through that week. 
Now maybe you might want to become part of that club or part of that community in terms of what is your Bible reading plan for, for 2018. If you want to know more about that, just ask me or, or ask Francois. If you don't, ask if you don't, and, and he'll tell you more from there. Thank you, Francois. Right, who's got the who's got the sandwiches? Bring them here. I'm very impressed that you haven't eaten them. Yeah. They're defrosted now as well, which is even better. <laughs> you see, when I think about my journey with Jesus, I think about the sandwiches. And I think, and I think, what is going to sustain me? What is going to help me to keep my energy levels up on my journey with Jesus is sure. And it's my prayer life. You know, my favourite definition of prayer, as I've told you before, is Psalm 42, verse 8. By day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. It speaks of an energy. It speaks of a relationship. Something that's alive, that's going to keep you going. And so the question is, what is your plan for your prayer life in 2018? Because if you don't have a plan, it kind of will just happen when you remember and so I want to give you two thoughts to think about as you think about what is your plan for your prayer life in 2018. Here's the first one. This is a magazine about prayer. You know, sometimes when we're at the airport and when we're going to take go on a journey, we'll kind of go into one of the shops like WH Smith and we'll buy a magazine. You know, this is a magazine. It's a magazine about prayer that's produced by the Bible Society. It's full of just simple articles, all trying to encourage us to pray. And because there's no one right way to pray, then it gives you lots of different options. And you know, this came out in the autumn, and I think this is absolutely brilliant. And so I've got some copies with me this morning. If you, if you want to make a donation, it costs up to £5, but just give £1 or £2, but if you can't, basically... If you haven't brought any money with you, just take one and say, this is my plan for 2018 when it comes to reading the Bible. Well, here's the second one. Read a book on prayer. This is the best Christian book that I've read in 2017. Some of you have read it too because I gave you some copies and you really loved it. And what I found about this book is sometimes I will recommend books because I'm quite can get quite logical at times. Some people say, oh, I didn't get really much out of that. But what I found with this book is I found people from complete opposite extremes in the church, completely different personality types. We think this is brilliant. It's the story of the 24-7 prayer movement over the past 15 years. And it's full of inspiring stories and encouraging of how prayers have been answered. But also gives you little tips along the way of how to pray as well. You can see how good I thought it is because I write in my books and I have put little tags on them. And if you look there, you'll see a whole list of how many tags. So get a book, you may think, oh, that looks a bit thick, but it's kind of large print. So it's not that big. So there's your prayer line. And then this is the third thing. Who's got the, where's the treasure? Bring the treasure. A 
silver treasure there. You see, when I think about this journey, and I think about the journey that the wise men took for treasure, and then I think about the journey with Jesus, and I think, right, well, what sort of treasure? What does a treasure mean in my journey with Jesus? And I think about one of these. This is a holding cross. Maybe some of you have got one of these. You can, you can get one of these from the Christian bookshop. If you want, you can ask John and Jenny LeMerch about them because you can get them from the leprosy mission as well. You see, the greatest treasure we have as Christians is God's love. And the greatest way that we have ever seen God's love for us is when Jesus died for us on the cross. But the whole thing about treasure is that they gave the treasure away. And the whole thing, and the great thing about the cross and God's love for us is that we're meant to give it away. And so, what is your plan in 2018 for giving God's love away? You know, when I think about that, I think about who. Because if you believe how much God has died for you and how much he loves you, then you think it's the best news ever that you kind of just want to share it. That's why I'm never apologetic, particularly to non-Christians, when they say to me, oh, this Christian was just talking to me about how much God loved me and everything like that. And I said, well, of course they would. Because if you've got the best news ever, you're not going to keep it silent. It's like, it's like there's Ken. Ken's a great Manchester City supporter. And so he's telling me just every week just about another win that Manchester City have had. And how far ahead they are. Yeah, and so, and actually we've got three Manchester City fans because we've got kind of Wendy there, we've got Carol as well, basically. They're all closet Manchester City fans, the other ones, but they only come out when you win. But... You've got the best news ever. You want to tell people. And so, who? Who is your... Who do you want to share the best news ever? And then, how are you going to do it? Because if you don't have a plan, it won't happen. So if we start 2018, and we think about, what is our plan? We think about the wise men. They were guided by the, by the storm. They had this food for their energy levels. They had this treasure that they gave away. And so when we think about our journey with Jesus, what's our plan for our Bible reading? For him to guide our life? Because Jesus read the Bible every day. He didn't make a decision without reading the Bible. What's our plan for our prayer life to sustain us through 2018? And who are we going to share God's love with? Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for how he showed us how to live. And how much he loved us. And so Lord, as we want to grow in our relationship with you, in our journey with you, help each one of us to think and to work out with you what our plan is for reading your word. 
what our plan is for prayer, and what our plan is to share your love with others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh. <laughs>